And if we were to take a look at a cross section of that function, it looks like a volcano with a caldera in the middle. And so the idea is for any given case, you don't know if this offender is traveling one and a half miles or three quarters of a mile or what have you. But when you have several crimes, you can calculate a probability function. And that gives you, um, when you combine all of these, it gives you a probability surface, which is just a way of saying it gives you a map that we can identify through colors those areas where the offender is most likely based. And it doesn't give you an X that marks the spot. What it does give you is an optimal search strategy. Now, in a criminal investigation, one of the important things is trying to figure out who has committed the crimes, and that is strongly related to you know, where they live. We often suffer from information overload in these cases, hundreds and thousands, even tens of thousands of um, uh, information points and suspects. Um, I suspect you've probably seen some of the data on operation links about this. So you know the numbers and it's just horrendous how much um, information that comes at the police. The thing is to figure out how to prioritize it, how to find the needle in the haystack. And geography is a very common uh, element in many databases. And this is one of the, the handles that we can use. We can grab that information and manipulate it and then come up with an optimal search strategy for the investigators. And just before we go on specifically about Operation Links, which we will in, in very soon, that there are a couple of other things that I was really interested in here as well about some other theories that you have, particularly predatory patterns, the, the hunter, the poacher, the troller and the tracker. Just tell us a bit about that and how you've been able to formulate these? Well, it's important to know how an offender is hunting for the victim um, or the target, their search process. And even though we're talking sometimes about some of the most horrendous offenders out there, and um, I think Clyde Barwell certainly classifies as that, um, they have to engage in activity that is not like what you and I might do when we go shopping. It's also not unlike what um, an African lion might do um, you know, in uh, the Maasai Pride area. So when we get down to the basics of what they're trying to accomplish and then the clues they leave behind, and in this context, I'm talking about the location. So every crime location is a clue. Mm -hmm. And our job is to try to decode those clues. And again, it's hard to say much about a single crime, but when you you get several of them, the power of probability kicks in and you can sometimes get a a very useful focus. And so, um, but understanding the, the search process or the hunting process tells us a bit about how best to apply this. So one offender might be um, doing a searches based from home. Another might be following women home from bars. Um, we also need to consider the different types of locations. So in the Operation Links case, we had the encounter sites where the victims were attacked um, some cases we knew where the rape sites were. We also knew where the offender um, 